Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Ho, ho, oh. ho. <laughs> You're so jolly. Ah, oh, well, I'm a jolly fat man with uh, no. uh, with whiskers. So uh, I, I get the Santa gig. I've got the Santa gig on Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. I know we need that to much. find you a nice red suit. Yes, well, I got a red nose, red face. Yeah, I got all those things, and the and the beard going on, and the and the silver hair, and. Uh, the only problem is I've got an attitude when kids come around. <laughs> You've got an attitude problem. Yes. That's quite true. Uh, welcome to our final uh, episode for uh, 2023 and the last one before Christmas and yes. the last one for the year. So, uh, and it's got, look, it's got a wonderful radio flavour. We're ending yeah. uh, the year with a uh, radio personality long term, especially to uh, to Melbourne radio audiences. But you you know you probably know the voice of our guest oh. no matter where you live. It's Jane Holmes. And the reason you would know her voice is because you may have uh, heard her uh, instructing you when you pick up the phone to call Telstra. <laughs> yes, yes, she's been the voice of putting Telstra you on hold for many, many putting years. Putting yourself on hold, no yep. doubt, when she rings up. <laughs> yes, now known as semi-retirement homes. Yes, uh, as Kevin I like, came up with uh, that, as I like to call her now, because uh, she, yes, uh, uh, not pulled the pin, but uh, has uh, not got a role at Three AW going into the future, except to be on the radio mm. at night times with Dennis yeah, Walter. Yeah, Dennis Walter. Yeah, doing a spot with Dennis and a few every week. Guest spots as they uh, pop up. But, oh, um, yeah, I'm sure Jane will pop up somewhere in in. 2024 on a radio near you and yeah, you'll be able to enjoy such it. Such a beautiful, um, reassuring voice. The live read specialist uh, for the uh, the morning program on, on AW yep. for, for 17 odd years. And the television critic on, uh, on Neil Mitchell's show for a long, long time as well. Also was on a show called Talk to the Animals with yes. Dr Harry. Also did a breakfast program called The Breakfast Club <laughs> with some buffhead called Kevin Hillier, which was oh, who's he? not one of the most remembered shows of the breakfast radio <laughs> era, I can tell you. Now, also we got a, a terrific food poll um, because this pits the same creature mm. but done in different kitchens. We're throwing the chook amongst the pigeons. Yes, we are. We're putting the Woolies roast chook up against the Coles some roast those, chook. Some of those chooks sometimes look more like pigeons than It'd chooks. It'd be interesting but, to see mm. what people perceive or say are the differences between mm. said chooks. Yep. Because we, like, we all love a cooked chook as, a, as an easy, simple Can I say me- we meal don't, solution. We don't all love oh. a, 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 <laughs> oh, okay. a cooked chook, as we'll find out in the food poll. <laughs> the Woolies chook up against the Coles chook. Which one wins? Well, but let's Julie's get to the other chook on the program. <laughs> That, of That's course, me. is Sarah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the other old chook on the program uh, is uh, is not Sarah. It's Jane. No, it's not Jane no. Holmes either. No, there's no old chooks on the program. Uh, you're an old boiler. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should better quit while you're behind. Uh, let's just go to Jane Holmes and, uh, and uh, have a chat to her. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Thank Jane you. Holmes, thank you for joining us on Food Bites. Uh, the important question is... Are you a whiz in the kitchen? We know you're a whiz everywhere else, but are you good in the kitchen? I am a hazard in the kitchen. Oh. I should have, uh, yes, I, I should have a, a sort of a hazard T-shirt on because I mean, you ask Peter, um, my darling, my beloved, my long-suffering <laughs> partner, and he always says, you are so messy. <laughs> and I just, I leave, I'm like a hurricane that goes through things. You know, on cooking shows on the television, you see, Fabulous people that clean up as they go along. I am so not one of those. I leave, I use every pot and pan, everything in the cupboard, I, and then I just leave it in a trail of devastation. <laughs> and Pete comes along and just goes, oh, dear. And then he thinks, oh, God, and I've got to eat whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jane, they say that a, a messy cook is the sign of a creative cook. Yes. that's it. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And on, uh, if you wouldn't mind... 
<laughs> I know the girls are siding together, uh, Kev, but, you know, if you wouldn't mind putting that in writing, I will submit that to the Lord of the Manor, who is always having to put up with my atrocities. I mean well, and I think that's nine-tenths of the law, isn't it? Good intention. Yes. So do- and I try, I try hard, and now that I'm blessed with a little extra time uh, in my life, I honestly, seriously, truly, really want to cook. Oh, sorry, Pete, <laughs> but I do. You just, we just mentioned. Was that, a, was that a door slamming in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Darling, come back. Oh, too Just, oh, okay. just mentioned there, you. Jane, that um, you, you, it has been a, a period of readjustment for you. I mean, literally, yeah. literally in the last few days, uh, your your yeah. life has has changed uh, enormously. Um, Stepping down from full-time radio duties on uh, 3AW, how how are things going so far? Oh, well, look, I was doing something the other day and it was going to take me like an hour and I just thought, oh, what am I going to do with the rest of the day? And then I thought, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Mm. Um, Suddenly, it's like too many options is a dangerous thing. It's always nice to be locked into a path where you're sure. But I know that with... Freedom comes opportunity and all of, you know, I'll just do some meditating and yoga and stuff and, and Bob's your uncle. Uh, but in the meantime, it is actually a gift to have some, some spare time, not too much, but some spare time where I can do things that, you know, you just don't get to do when you're caught up in just moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. So yes, cooking is one of them. Gardening. I because I left uh, Neil on the first of December, I'd go through the garden and they'd, you know, be infested with weeds and there'd be these poor things struggling for life and I'd say, Mate, December two, just hang in there. <laughs> December two. And came to December two and they're still wheezing and uh, you know, struggling for life and I have to keep changing the date. But <laughs> I go past and say, Any day now, any day, you you're you're gonna be right. So yeah, I'm gonna be a whiz of gardening and uh cooking. You've started talking to the plants. I'm not worried. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, it's good enough for the king, baby. You know, it's got his places. <laughs> uh, is, is there anything you've hankered to do that, that, that the, you know, the rigours of doing radio day after day after day, as you mentioned, the, the grind of that and the fact that you are yeah. always moving forward? Anything you've always wanted to do, you have none, like write a book or something mm. like that? No. Oh, no. God. <laughs> uh, what Probably not. I mean... Well, I don't know. Everybody's writing a book these days. There are so many on the market. But, you know, Kev, if you were to write a book about radio, uh, well, the lawsuits would come in, wouldn't yep. they? So, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, no, probably not write a book. I mean, seriously gardening, seriously nice things around the house, seriously just being in the moment because that's one of the things you, you're constantly working to a timetable, moving forward, moving forward. Even when you're working on air, it's use that moment, then use the next one and bang, bang, bang. It's all really instant uh, and, and suddenly it doesn't have to be. And that's the thing about the garden, um, sort of turning into King Charles again. <laughs> it's an exercise in patience. It's an exercise in nurturing and waiting and moving forward at the pace of, you know, nature rather than my pace or no pace. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that, that is, I just want to take it down a notch for a little bit and, uh, yeah, just remember what life is, uh, what other things in life can be all about. Jane, you've been uh, a member of uh, some of radio's most memorable uh, 
on-air combinations, and one of those I'm sure you have fond memories was with the mm. uh, the late wonderful uh, Kevin John, and he did mention to me that uh, that uh, part of that association involved a uh, a regular cooking yes. type show. Yes, it did. Oh, Sarah, and thank you for mentioning yeah. Kevin. Although yeah. it's still just it's so sadly to hear the late Kevin John, mm. but he's always with us. And Kevin and Jane's Kitchen was a weekly <laughs> segment that we had on the show. And it sounds so naff, but it was so wonderful because <laughs> we'd have people, we'd have the listeners ringing up each week and they would share their recipes or, you'd, oh, i tell you, when tomato season comes in, for instance, uh, they'd be ringing up with recipes for tomato chutney and how to grow and what to do with your tomatoes. The interesting thing was um, we get all cultures kind of coming together too. And, and you realise that, you know, there's a lot of people who love passing their recipes on and they were passing them on to us and sharing them. And that's better than getting them out of a cookbook almost because these have come down through families and generations and they ring up and they, you know, in, uh, in 25 words or less give us the recipe and then I transcribe it uh, slavishly off there and we put it on the website and that Kevin you were talking about writing a book gee I wish I'd written a book with the recipes from Kevin and Jane's Kitchen because they're the treasures and they're the things that make you realize a what radio is all about because it's reaching out and connecting with people's lives and you know um, things that are precious to them and and be passing that on and uh, we were able to do that. It was absolutely super. And tips. <laughs> People would bring up with barbecue tips like instead of using a metal skewer and sticking it up your shazlik or whatever, um, <laughs> use, uh, a, so to speak, um, lemongrass. Use a lemongrass skewer. Oh, yeah. um, How's that for your um, lamb? It's all or, edible. Yeah. Yeah. I see, I, and I, I looked it up when we were going to talk. That was Vince. Thank you, Vince, um, who rang up. And, and little things like that are just really, wow, thank you. Uh, I love it. Uh, so we, we were blessed to share that. And every week there was no shortage of calls. And it just goes to show, you know, food is uh, at the heart of people's families and something that they really want to share. Uh, even, you know, at the moment uh, we live next door to the most wonderful, yeah, yeah, beautiful Greek lady. And she's shown me how the, she loves passing on her recipes for the most heavenly Greek biscuits. And uh, I'm going to pop in and uh, now that I have the time and learn a couple of tips from her in how to make the savoury selections. We've done biscuits and now it's time to do the savouries. It's really cool. And that was the essence of Kevin and Jane's Kitchen, passing it on, passing it forward. Uh, you've done a lot of early morning radio. Uh, with early morning radio comes a lot of coffee. Um, is, is coffee, oh, yeah. coffee going to be part of your uh, domain yeah. now that now that you've finished the <laughs> early morning part of it and you need oh. that kickstart? Oh, honey, I'm an addict. What do you think? Did you <laughs> did you um, did you come out of early mornings with a coffee addiction? Yes? Yeah, I did. And actually, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And oh, we, we, well, have, we have endless debates about how dreadful some of the uh, the, oh, the coffee on offer, the, yeah, the instant yeah. varieties oh, on offer in radio <laughs> stations can be. Oh, man, when I started at 3AW, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> if you can still buy this or if the manufacturers are listening, 
Pablo coffee. <laughs> oh, holy moly. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, which was then replaced by international roast, and <laughs> we all thought we'd won Tat's lotto. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now I am a coffee fiend. I love my Bialetti. It is, do you have one, uh, you just a stovetop, uh, the traditional Italian stovetop thing? Oh, no, I, that's very oh, fancy schmancy. No, but it's not. Oh. They are dirt cheap. Like we've got one that does two big cups of coffee each for us in the morning. Costs seventy dollars, um, I think. But I've just got a little two cups for myself if I want to sneak up and have a caffeine fix on my own. And that was only about thirty. And Pete, for years, has had an old-fashioned coffee grinder which is oh. fixed on the wall. So my morning routine. Yes, sure you ask. This is as long as my boring story ever bloody get. Yeah. So the morning routine: you get your coffee beans. We have a lavatory at the moment, but that's not a plug. And grind them. So I've got a very well developed uh, right arm from grinding the coffee beans around, 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 around. Whack it in the beer later. Bob's your uncle. Bit of patience. It's like gardening. Doesn't happen instantly, but oh, it's heavenly. And you hear this when it bubbles up, perks, and it's ready, and the smell, ah. You know, they say you should make bread when you sell a house, get a Bialetti, make coffee. Ah, it is beautiful. There sounds so, something yes, very satisfying I, about that. It just, it's the whole experience from go to woe. It's so much more fun than whacking a capsule in and going, boof. No, no, no. This is, uh, yeah, getting back to the grassroots of coffee. And I, I trawl around looking for new locally roasted beans that I can try. Uh, so, yeah, no, thank you for asking about coffee. That is my thing. <laughs> Over, um, well, I guess close to, to 40 years in the industry, uh, Jane, from, from Go yeah. to Woe, there'd be so many memories. And I know it's always hard when people are asked uh, to pick, you know, a, a highlight or two from those times. Mm. But what what have been some of the standout memories for you over the journey? Oh, wow. Um, Sarah, I know, you get to that point and you go, oh, I can't. It's just everything has been so precious. And I think you understand that when you look back. And from the beginning, it's just a... Uh, an extraordinary wild world that you're welcomed into and then the people you work with like you, Kevin, you know, and like uh, my Kevin John and like John Blackman, I worked with him, um, and Neil Mitchell and getting to the listeners who make the whole thing possible, that's what it's really touched me deeply, understanding that they trust us to entertain and inform them and you are as much a part of their family as any flesh and blood person sitting at their dinner table. And and that's the honour and that's been the, the amazing thing. And, uh, you know, I, even when uh, I was working at one station, I would uh, take a prize around to some of the people who may not have been able to get out and I would go to the home and ring the doorbell and I would hear the radio on in the background and one person would arrive at the door and you'd hear the footsteps and they would be so grateful to see you because it had been the radio and that person in that house all day. And that's the honour of it, um, being the chosen presence in a whole heap of people's lives. Yeah, that is very special when you when you break it down like that, isn't it? Yeah. What are your plans? So what are you, what are you going to do? Have you got any any plans? No. No. Mm. No. 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 <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, when this 
all, you know, came up. And I mean, I because I'd worked uh, with Neil Mitchell for 16 and a half years. And, and that in itself was a major honour too because um, Rosemary Margin had retired and she was always an honour, always an idol of mine. And I'd filled in for her. Uh, and she was the most lovely and feminine and clever and wonderful person. Did that and one day just led to another and then you think it's going to last forever. And he then says, I'm moving on, stepping down. It's like, mate, you know, it's not all about you. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just taking one day at a time. And uh, obviously, you know, I I don't know. I, I used to do voiceovers and so maybe I can get the odd job there. But also just look at other options, I guess, at being useful. I just want to be useful. I think everyone just wants to be useful and relevant in some way and just keep moving, just keep doing something Absolutely. because, you know, if I, if I sit down, that's the end of it. I've just got to, yeah, just got to cherish the moment and uh, work out options. It's any suggestions, hey, <laughs> keep them coming. I'm, I'm a blank canvas and I'm ready to have paint daubed all over me. Well, here we go. Well, you talked about sitting down. When you're sitting down on the couch at those moments of the day, we've covered off the, the yeah. coffee side of things. Well, you yeah. and or Peter, do you have a sweet tooth? Uh, not as much. I'm a real savoury type mm. gal. Um, so, you know, what... <laughs> If we're sitting there, and the other thing is that I'm going to weigh 48 stone by the uh, end of this period of my life because what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to sit down and have some cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I know. Oh, darling, have you got any bath and noir? Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're more of a cheese nibbler than a sweet nibbler and more than anything else, I know we've turned into fearful hippies because Pete's been um, growing sprouts, which are full of all sorts of extraordinary magic vitamins and minerals. So if you want mung beans and alfalfa or radish sprouts, we are the people to come to. And they're actually really, really bad as the basis for a salad or just a bit of a nibble sometimes. And chilies. He's growing chilies as well. And apart from coffee, chili is my other passion. So. Oh, wow. You're very well placed then to uh, to hold a dinner party, you and Peter, yeah. I think. Yes. <laughs> if oh, you yes. were to do Come that, on, yeah. do you uh, – yeah, dream dinner. Dream dinner guest lists. Who would be on yours, oh. Jane? Well, you know, when we do sit down together, we do tend to watch cooking shows uh, because they just teach you about the world as well as cooking. So – We've loved Rick Stein. He may well be invited. But the one we're watching that we actually like because they're just fearful dags, Gordon Ramsay and Gino DeCampo. Have you seen – they've got a show where they travel around. They've been through Italy. They go to a number yeah. of places. Gordon is not as sweary as we mm. kind of got introduced him to. And have you seen Gino DeCampo? I know yeah. you met – yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, with the Italian charmer, he's sort of like the new new version of Kevin John, and uh, he's you know got a smile that would my, uh, melt an iceberg. But he's also very funny, so they definitely are on the list. Um, Tracy Grimshaw would be invited because I've missed her on Kelly. Oh. She's been gone for a year, and she is a very good egg. Uh, she's bloody funny, good fun, intelligent. And I knew her from a zillion years ago, uh, and I'd like to catch up so she gets on. Plus, 
if we are allowed to all join hands and contact the other side, I would invite Alex Trebek. Do you guys watch Jeopardy? Oh, yeah. oh I yes. love Alex. Oh, I love Kevin loves yes. Jeopardy. Yes. I mean, oh, my God. I know. I'll, I'll say, who's your go-to host? Who do you prefer? Is it Alex or Kev, uh, Ken Jennings or Mayim Bialik? No, uh, Alex. Alex. <laughs> yeah. I, I, remember, I remember going to America the first time and seeing him and going, oh, oh. Well, I really like him. He, he's so not yeah. looks like a game show host, but he's a I great know. game show host. Mm. You're so right, Kevin. Yes, you would understand that totally. The discipline that he is able to exude while being so wonderfully warm yep. and welcoming, it's extraordinary. He just keeps it moving on, doesn't he? I, look, I should say, uh, if anyone wants to watch Jeopardy, it's on SBS and also on Fox Classic. Do yourself a favour. A favorite. Alex had a background in radio before he became the world's oh. most loved game show host. And I reckon, wouldn't we have some great chats? Oh, I just, you know, I'm so sorry that he's not here in person, but every time Pete and I sit down with our twos to watch Jeopardy, and we record it and we play like three episodes back at a time or whatever, and we always go, oh, just hearing his voice. It's like everything's all right again. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, Alex, to that. That's a that's a terrific uh, guest list. Fabulous guest list. Mm. Now, I, lo- I love the inclusion of Tracy in there too. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. Seriously, I was thinking because you know we just watch a lot of telly, and she's the one I've been missing. So come on down, Tracy. It's your time to shine. <laughs> oh, and bring a dessert, Tracy, because I'm no good with sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're learning. You're learning the savoury ones from the uh, the next door neighbour. So you'll be right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get Effie's biscuits. Actually, that'll be all right. Yep. Put a bit of cream on them. Bob's your uncle. Beautiful, Jane. It's been fabulous to catch up with you on Food Bites. Oh, uh, uh, you've got plenty to do. There's plenty to do in the world, mm. and I'm sure you'll find something that'll uh, that'll keep you Thank nice you. and occupied. Oh well. In the meantime, I've got uh, I've got plenty of things to cook. Peter's nervous, and uh, <laughs> the, gar- the garden's looking forward to seeing me again. Got the, got the ambulance on uh, on, oh, on, on speed dial. Here we are. You know, there's an ambulance station just up the street. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have far to go. Conveniently located. Oh. Beautiful. It's it, That's so weird. Thank you for pointing that out. Hey, it's so good to hear your voices too. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's uh, been an pleasure. absolute delight. Thank you. Enjoy. You take good care of yourselves and have a beautiful Christmas. You, you too. too, Jane. Thanks, Jane. Bye, darling. Bye. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. And yes, yes. you have a lovely Christmas too, Jane, uh, and everybody, because this is our last edition before yeah. uh, Christmas and New Year for 2023. The years, it, it, it's gone so quick. Especially, well, December, I think, uh, oh. has gone really, really quickly. A turnaround and all of a sudden we're just, you know, a few days shy of Christmas. I feel like we're into the seventh month of the one-month Christmas celebration. How did we get here? <laughs> and, uh, the, and the weather hasn't kind of uh, hasn't followed suit along no. with the seasons, has it? No, it's very confusing as to what... You think it's July mm. um, because, we, you know, it's, it's foggy and wet and yes. uh, and cold. Well, then let's get something nice and hot to warm us yes, up. Yes, let's well, have a chook. down to the supermarket, but are we going to choose the Coles roast chook or the Woolies mm. chook? All right, let's find out. Belinda says, only Woolies. Coles chooks are tasteless. Oh, okay. And my local chicken and chip shop charges 
$18.95 for a smaller chook than the ones you get at Woolies at $12. That's a very good point. Yeah. Now, uh, course angler, one mm. off the uh, Twitter says, uh, the old cook chook is the best sort. He normally takes them with chips oh, and yeah. a Greek salad, but didn't say which he buys it from, unfortunately. Okay. Nick Coe says, I've never tried the Coles one. Woolies are my go-to for a bachelor's handbag. I love <laughs> yes, I love so the chook I. being referred to as that. Old Crokey says, look, I've never had a never had to buy a roast chicken from the mm-hmm. supermarket as I have a brilliant local independent chicken shop that slow that oh. slow roast chickens over charcoal. Oh, That's charcoal, the best way to do it. Yep. Beautiful. <laughs> Patricia says she likes Coles. Silvana says Coles. <laughs> Can you just stick to the script? <laughs> Goodness me. Come on, talk about ad Go mad. Sue Landry says, I've never tried a Coles chook as we don't have a shop close by. Maybe I'm missing out. Terry says, I guess whoever has the best prices from week to week, I never look because I don't eat roast chook. Artie says, I call this a dead heat. Dead meat, actually. <laughs> uh, Joylene says, neither. We go to the chicken shop. There you go. Glenn says it is Coles for Karen him. says a Coles chook. Had one last night, added some roast veggies. Just beautiful. Oh, we beautiful. do that occasionally, don't yeah, we? We, do. we buy the chook, but we roast do our, our own, own veggies. veggies yeah. yeah. Kathleen says neither. The roast chickens from my local deli are the best. Rachel says haven't tried both to compare. Sue Hosking says Woolies and the stuffing in the Woolies chook isn't bad either. So we'll get, I a lot of people find that's important. We'll get to that. Mm. Glenn oh. says Coles pate. Uh, that's where I do most of my shopping. Lynn says Coles chook for her. Stephen Quartermain hasn't even bothered to utter oh. a word about this one. He's not uttered a syllable about this a, one, just a vomit emoji. On the roast chook? Yep. That surprises me. Oh, he do his own. Because oh, yeah. he's into the old, you know, the... Uh, yeah, but we all would, though, wouldn't we? But, I mean, I, you potatoes. know, we're all guilty of, you know, just trying to cut corners, aren't we, just to, to get things organised. They're perfectly good chickens that you get from mm. either of the two supermarkets. I don't know why you'd bother putting yourself through uh, the, you know, trying to cook it yourself. Jim Wilson says, I like them both, but Char Grill Charlie's claims the prize. <laughs> Anne Peacock says, both are delicious, but chuck out the stuffing. Oh, Annie. Okay. And Emma says, you like an unstuffed bachelor's handbag. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Is there Ooh, a, now, no, the result may surprise. The result will be is astounding, to oh, be honest. Right. Astounding. So let's go. Coles gets 29%, Woolies gets 17%. Oh. Oh, now, when I... you add that up, mathematicians, that's only 46%, mm. which means there's 50-something percent yeah. still to come. Both get 12%, so yeah. people are not all that fussed, but, oh. you know, either. Now, neither... Or the local chicken shop gets 41%. So that's the winner and it wasn't even an option. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> Somebody had to say uh, it, and it's Kevin. Ah, uh, that's um. That's but on a on a quite surprising. a two party yeah. preferred vote, as they like to you say, on see, election Coles night, has beaten Coles Woolies. beats Woolies. There you go. There you go. They might. They people say that they have, or they have different qualities that appeal. You know, one has maybe has the stuffing they prefer. Others yeah. have like the seasoning on the actual chook that they prefer. But yep. I think they both do a good job. And Coles then, and Woolies. Each there's the home brand of the two chickens, yes. and then they put the Lilydale ones, yes. which is supposed to be you know the yeah, free range and all that. Yep. Often disappointing some of those mm. free range ones, mm. uh, but anyway, Chucky's running around having, their, having their be a best lot of, life out a in the lot paddocks. Of chicken ha- being had over the Christmas period. Yes, of, well, a lot, lot of people do I that for, for Christmas, especially on a hot day too, just yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Um, a roast chook from the the supermarket and yep. some 
veg or salad. Got to have your roast chicken on Christmas Day, I reckon. Got to have it. I That's prefer right. it. I prefer it to turkey any well, day of the week. You're lucky you've come to the right place, Kevin, because I, I do great roast chicken. Now that is yeah from the Woolies. I do not. You take that back. You know that I don't. I buy yeah, no. chicken breast fillets with the skin on no. and I lovingly marinate them. Sarah's old boilers come up well. <laughs> That's what you like to call them. Yeah, turn around and say something nice. I will. That's it for uh, this episode of uh, Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. For this year of Food Bites with Sarah Patterson, we will return in 2024, early in the new year. Huge um, thanks to those who have actually helped us with the program across the months. Yes, Steve Vischer and Chris Gates, our two uh, audio producers who've worked on the show during the year. It almost killed Steve, uh, but he's, he's fine now. Uh, happy to say he's uh, total recovery and mm. uh, fit as a fiddle, which yes. is good news. And Gates, he's done a great job as well. So uh, thanks to those two yes. gentlemen for uh, their fabulous work during the year. Thanks to all the people who've contributed uh, in our food polls each week. We've got mm. a, a bunch of regulars and then people who float in and yep. out and new people who come in. So and Thank you to you, Kevin. It's been, uh, it's been a pleasure and a privilege to be sitting alongside you at the same time every week. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Are you cooking mushrooms uh, for me tonight? Summon something deep inside you to say something nice about me. <laughs> no, it's been great. It's been fabulous. This is uh, show number 50 for the year. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. We've had some terrific guests. We've had fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we have enjoyed doing this program. It's great. 283 all yes. up episodes of this you podcast. Believe. So we'll hit 300 sometime during 2024 yep. and look forward to that little milestone. But it's been great. It's been fun. Jingle all the way, Kevin. And uh, we will have a wonderful Christmas. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year and we'll talk to you in uh, in 2024. And I love working with you and I love you. So I will, uh, I'll see you over a cooked chook at Christmas time. I love you back. Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier.